Okay. Come back to the main page here. I'm going to admit everybody. Okay. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. We'll let you in a couple of minutes early because we're all here. So why not come on in together? How's everyone doing this evening? Everybody's got their, their video off, so y'all must be you know, doing your thing. You get comfortable. It's okay. You don't have to have your video on. We're glad to have you. I hope everyone had the chance to really have an enlightening uh, Memorial Day weekend. We had a chance with everybody shut in to really um, acknowledge Memorial Day for what it is and how we should be acknowledging it and, and really honoring those that have gone before us. I always like to tell people, you know, freedom really isn't free. Um, some people have paid the ultimate price for us to do just what we're doing right here tonight, to come on Zoom, talk about whatever we want to talk about, share our information, connect, and um, no one's telling us that we can't. And so that, that freedom is not that way around a lot of countries if you're paying attention to global news. Uh, a lot of different countries are having issues with that. So this is really awesome for us. And um, we are still in military appreciation month. So everybody in here who is part of our military family community, uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate your sacrifice and all that you've done. And it is now 6.30, so we're gonna get official here. I am VR Small. I am the founder and executive director for the Veteran Women's Enterprise Center. This is a national initiative that we've launched in Southern Dallas to help women veteran-owned businesses scale for success. And if you want to know more about our organization, please visit our website. Visit our website at veteranwomensec.org. We've got two things going here. We need to turn one of them down. So that would be veteranwomensec.org if you want to know more about our organization. You are here for Trending Thursdays Tips. We do this every Thursday at 6.30. And tonight we have one of our own, the amazing Bandy, Brandy Baxter, who is going to be talking to us about site goal setting. I, I'm interested in this too. I got my little pen and paper over here with my phone. So I can see what we're talking about because we're talking about getting into the future. So I hope you guys are excited and looking forward. There's a lot for us to look forward to. Um, a lot for us to do in our businesses. Don't forget to mark your calendar for our Monday morning message. We'll be coming back in June. Um, we have some really great guests in line up for you. You've got to be there to know what's going on, but you'll get those outcomes. And next Thursday, we'll be talking to you about liabilities about opening your business. And we have one of our own, Ebony uh, Todd is a army veteran, but she's also an attorney. And her and her colleague will be speaking to us about some of the liabilities you need to reconsider as you begin to get ready to open your business, what you need to know, signage, relationships with your employees, as well as with your clients. So if you're looking to get back going and you want to know how you can do that effectively, you will not want to miss next Thursday's session. So I don't want to take up any more time than necessary because we've got a great presentation from Brandy. So Brandy, I'm going to turn the show over to you. I'm going to go ahead and spotlight you and also make you a, a co-host so you can do your thing. 
You can go ahead, Brandy. I think I have you set up, but if you have any difficulties, let me know. Yeah, it's saying host disabled participant screen sharing. There you go. What does it say now? Now it's asking me to share my screen. Perfect. All right. Can you all see my screen? Yes. Yes. Check your values, give a little feedback. Oh, okay. I may have to switch headsets if it's too bad. Give me, let me know if it gets too good. bad. Okay. You're good right now. You're good. Okay, perfect. Okay, so hey, everybody. Thanks for coming out tonight. I'm really excited to present this information to you. This is something brand new that I've been working on behind the scenes. So you all are kind of getting a sneak preview. And what I want us to focus on tonight is a new way of thinking about goal setting. Um, we have heard for years, especially those of us who have been in the military, we've heard for years about smart goal setting. And that's really been the standard. But as I apply principles of future orientation and strategic foresight, I recognize that there was a gap in how we are planning for the future. And those of you who know me, you know that my background is personal finance. And I specifically see a gap when it comes to planning for our financial goals. So initially I was excited to uh, do this presentation because I knew it would give a chance to talk about financial content, but then I thought it would be an invaluable opportunity to talk about how we can really apply a new way of goal setting to our financial goals. So VR has already said that she's got pen and paper ready. I encourage anyone else who's interested in really diving in deep with this to go right ahead and grab you a pen and paper too. Um, we'll have lots of information coming your way and lots of tools that we'll share. And I'll also have my contact information at the end so you all can connect with me. Before I jump right in, I wanna just give you a little background about myself. You can see on the screen there that I am an AFC and an FFC. And, and if you're outside of the financial industry, you have no idea what those letters mean. And what the first set of letters AFC means is that I'm an accredited financial counselor. That means that every year I have to do continuing education to make sure that the information that I share with my clients is current, relevant, and most importantly, accurate. And I take that very seriously because we all know in this heavy information age, there is a lot of news, there is a lot of opinions going around. And so I try to make sure that I hold myself to a very high standard, which is what that certification is about. The second set of letters, the FFC stands for financial fitness coach. And what that means is that I've taken an additional step to learn how to coach my clients, not tell them what to do, not tell them how to do it, but really to have a healthy conversation with them in a way that allows them to discover the path to becoming their best self. And so my role really is to kind of be the surround sound of the movie of their life and help them really experience life to the fullest. So taking those two certifications, I'm now in a program where I'm learning how to do strategic planning. And it was an amazing experience for me to see the correlation between financial counseling, financial coaching, and now my new area of research, which is called financial foresight. So what you all are going to get tonight is a sneak preview of some of the content that I'm working on in financial foresight. So let's go on ahead and get started. 
And again, I just want to thank everyone that has joined us tonight. I really appreciate having an audience. It makes it easy. So feel free to chat with me. Those of you here on Zoom, I can see your messages. If you are on the Facebook, uh, VR can see your messages and she'll just type them for me in the chat. But I really want everybody to feel comfortable tonight. Go right on ahead and get involved. So the first thing you'll see is, are you ready to think to the future? Go ahead and start typing in the chat box or wherever you are. What immediately came to your mind when you saw the heading, site goals for savvy women, you know, and you were thinking, well, what is that all about? And then you read the write-up and the write-up talked about thinking to the future. The very first question says, are you ready to think to the future? What came to mind for you all when you saw that title? What was intriguing about it that made you feel like this was something you want to participate in? You all can go ahead and type in the chat or type in Facebook any responses that you have. And if you're here with me in Zoom and you wanna maybe speak, you can go ahead and just raise your hand. I'm totally comfortable with that. Okay. No worries, it's gonna have a quiet group tonight. That's fine, I'll, I'll make sure to talk enough for all of us. Um, so one of the things that when I'm talking with people about financial foresight or planning for the future, the first thing people think about is science fiction or they think about things that we've seen in the movies, um, usually just some really imaginative things. Um, but if you see on the slide there, for me, when I'm approaching this as a financial foresight conversation, it really stems in strategy. And so being ready means having a plan. And so you see there on your screen, no financial strategy, K-N-O-W, means no financial stress, N-O, versus no financial strategy, N-O, equals no financial stress. K-N-O-W. And so with the play on words there, essentially, the message is if you have a financial strategy, it actually reduces the amount of financial stress you'll have because then you know how to pivot, you know how to maneuver, you are better prepared to make adjustments when necessary. I see here in the comment that uh, one of the attendees was excited to learn something new about goal setting. Absolutely. That's how I felt as I began learning this. I was like, you know, it's really a, a different way to think about our goals, not just our present goals, but even challenging ourselves to train our brain to think to the future. And so I want you to think tonight, um, as we go through these tips, what financial goal has sort of been top of mind for you? What is that financial goal that you say to yourself, if, could, maybe, should, you know you want to accomplish and for whatever reason you have not been able to. As we go through tonight's activity and we talk about the various tips, I want you to have that financial goal in mind. So hopefully everyone will have their financial goal and you're ready to really think about how can we develop a strategy to help you think to the future so that you will not find yourself experiencing financial stress. Yes, I see the comment, retirement, retirement, retirement. Absolutely. 
Um, you probably saw my bio on, on the VR's website, on the, Inter the Enterprise Center's website. But one of the things that I really enjoy doing is helping my clients bring their future financial goals into their present reality. And a lot of that we're going to talk about tonight. How can you really start thinking about your future goals here in the present, making them part of that present reality? One of the things I want you all to take a moment to think about is your future goals are waiting for you to see them. And part of that is, I believe, the way our education system is, we have been trained to follow instructions, we have been trained to complete assignments, we have been trained to show up on time, we have been trained to um, fill in the blocks. We have been trained to do exactly what the teacher tells us in order to get a passing grade. Well, unfortunately, all of that training has trained the creativity right out of us. All of that training and education that we've received has educated us to the point that a lot of us have forgot how to dream. And I'm reminded of children who in early elementary, we often ask them, well, what do you wanna be when you grow up? And they know that at that young age, the sky is the limit. They haven't been, they haven't had the creativity trained out of them. And so what I'm finding as talking and working with adults, a lot of us have forgotten to dream. A lot of us have forgotten the beauty of having something to look forward to other than something being told us to do. And so I want you to take a moment and think about your future goals, especially those of us who are entrepreneurs. What are the future goals you have either for yourself or that you have for your business? And really allow yourself a moment to just think about that. And, and, and give yourself an opportunity to dream for a moment because it's not something that we do every day. And the reason this is important is because if you can see your goals, then you are more inclined to reach your goals. So I want you to think tonight as you develop this new site method that I'm going to teach you, the whole emphasis is, is being able to see your goals so you can achieve your goals, okay? So think about what is the goal that you have that's waiting for you. So tonight we're gonna just cover four quick bullet points. Um, we're gonna answer the question, what is a site goal? I know that's probably the big question that's on everyone's mind. We're gonna talk a little bit about site versus SMART goal. I know most of you are already familiar with SMART goal. So you're probably wondering why do we need another way to develop goals? And then we're gonna talk about how you can create a site goal. And then I'm gonna give you a little bonus content to show you how you can actually begin training your brain for the future. Okay, so if you're with me in the Zoom, go ahead and type in uh, that you're ready to get started and then I will know that everybody is still connecting with me. Um, if you're on the Facebook, go ahead and type in the chat uh, and then feed that you're ready to get started and we will jump right on in. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. I love the feedback. 
So our first question is, what is a site goal? If you see the picture there on your screen, you see that it starts with past, present, future vision. And I really wanna drive home for you all that as we think about our site goals, it's really about the vision. What is the vision that we have for ourselves? The vision of our life with our financial goal being accomplished. A lot of the work that I'm doing is really around training our mental eye, training our brains to really begin to see this future that we want to have. So what is the site goal? If you see the quote there, when you can see your goal, the path to it will reveal yourself. And if you look carefully on the screen, the lady in between her fingers, the word goal is there. And so she's really becoming laser focused, narrowing her field of vision so that she can actually see the goal. And as we walk through tonight, you're gonna see that once you really commit and see that goal in your mind, the things that you need to accomplish it, the resources will then begin revealing themselves. So the sight goal. The first letter in sight, S stands for specific. And this is very similar to your SMART goal. And so when you get specific, you want to know as many details about this goal as possible. When I'm working with someone one-on-one, -on -one, I ask so many questions about this goal so that they get to the point that they can almost touch it taste it, smell it, see it, and feel it. So you want to have your goal so specific that each of your five senses can experience it today. And that will take a little bit of mind work that will take having a quiet space that will really take spending the time. What is it exactly that I want? If I want to have a multi-million dollar consulting business, I need to really start thinking, what will the walls look like in my office space? What will my desk look like? What kind of clothing will I wear? So that I'm beginning to visualize exactly what that goal is so that I can write it down. I want to have et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, as for my goal. Very, very specific. Once you decide that your goal is specific, the I in sight stands for informed. A lot of times we make goals because either A, someone else has the same goal, or B, we've been told that that's a good goal to have. And so what I want to encourage you is to have an informed goal. And that means that you have done the research, you have the information you need to know the steps that are required to reach this goal. No one wants to start off on a journey without a map. And so when you do the work up front to say, these are the steps that I will need to take to reach this goal, then you are a lot more likely to reach it versus if you just kind of say to yourself, oh yeah, I want to have a million dollars, but you don't take the time to figure out what is the realistic, logical path to get there. So you want to make sure that you have an informed goal and that you have gathered the information that you need to really make this goal a reality for you. And the G stands for graduated. And now I like to think of graduated as like a mini goal or a mini accomplishment. I'm reminded when my youngest daughter graduated from kindergarten and the school had like a full on graduation ceremony with caps and gowns and, and all of the pomp and circumstance. It was a really good time for the family to celebrate what she had accomplished. 
So often when we make our goals, we have this really big goal that we're going after that we forget to celebrate the accomplishments along the way. And so when you see the word graduated, think of it as I've graduated one step closer to my goal. For example, I have an elementary age student right now. And as we talk about going to college, she fully understands that that won't happen until she graduates from the fifth grade. That won't happen until she graduates into high school. And college won't happen until she has graduated from high school. And yet we celebrate each of those milestones. And so as you're developing your goal, be sure to celebrate your success. That will fuel your momentum to continue on to this bigger goal that sits out here like pie in the sky. All right, so now that we know that the goal needs to be specific, we know it needs to be informed, and we know it needs to be graduated, the next letter is H. And H stands for hard. And I know some of you may be scratching your head thinking, why would I want a hard goal? That just seems counterintuitive, the whole point of a goal. You just told me to celebrate. Well, here's the thing. My grandfather used to say to me, Brandy, anything worth having is worth fighting for. And then my mom would follow up and say, if it were easy, everyone would already be doing it. And so I want you to get the mindset that, you know what, I'm going to step out and I'm going to do something that's going to challenge me to push out of my comfort zone a little bit. The reward will be so much greater versus when you do something that you automatically know comes natural. When you do something that you know is so easy, there's not the same level of accomplished feeling that you get. So you want to make sure that this goal is something that's going to provide a growth opportunity for you, a goal that will stretch you, a goal that will really create uh, motivation and, and give you new opportunities. Now, you may be thinking, Brandy, I'm a, a small business owner and my goal is to reach a million dollars to have a multi-million dollar sale. Fantastic. Maybe that goal is the ultimate hard goal. And so as you're working along with some of the smaller goals, be sure to remind yourself that the bigger goal is what you're going after. So we now have specific, we have informed, we have graduated, we have hard. And lastly, this one probably makes the most sense. You want to have a time stamp. I remember early in my years when I was in college, um, I worked at a, as an admin assistant at a mortgage company. And this was back in the day before everything was super electronic. And as the correspondence would come in, especially documents from the uh, clients related to their mortgage, I would have to stamp the date and the time that the document was received. Now here in 2020, that seems like such a crazy job, but back then it was a, a very valuable job because that was the recorded proof and documentation that the client A not only sent the, the paperwork to us, but then that stamp let my supervisors know when the paperwork was sent and what time. And so the same model applies to our goal setting. You want to put a time stamp on it. Now, this is a future time stamp. So you don't have to stamp it today like, okay, I've got my goal for it today. I'm ready to go. But instead, the time stamp, you want to say, this is the date that I want to reach this goal. 
This is the time that I plan to accomplish this goal. This is what's sitting out there on the horizon as my finish line so that I know I have accomplished exactly what I wanted to accomplish. So you wanna make sure that you put that timestamp on your goal. Now, one other thing that I always encourage is put a start timestamp and a stop timestamp. And so what I mean by that is maybe you're doing the work of gathering the information. Well, that time shouldn't count against you, right? That time that you're preparing for this goal shouldn't count against you in actually reaching the goal. So set a time stamp start for when this is when I'm going to start measuring and counting how I'm going to effectively reach toward this goal. And you might also want to say, I need time stamps on my mini goals. Each graduation, I'm going to assign a timestamp so that I know how I'm going to reach my goal and when I'm going to mark off my progress. So that's what I mean by timestamp, not just the overall big goal having a timestamp, but a start date and dates for your mini graduations so you can measure and say, this is where I'm going to have success. So that is uh, a detailed explanation of what a site goal is. And I want you all to hang on to that because that's going to really carry out through the rest of our presentation, being sure that you understand what a site goal is. If anyone has any questions at any time during the presentation, feel free to type it in the chat box. If you're on Zoom, I'll be able to see it. But if you're on Facebook Live, type it in the comments and VR will get your questions to me. But if there are no questions, we're going to zoom right on into the next slide. So the next slide talks about SMART versus site goal setting. And so I believe most everyone here kind of knows what a SMART goal is. So let's talk about how they work differently. Okay, so your SMART goal, just as a reminder, you have specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Now you're probably scratching your head and you're just like, well, Brandy, that sounds very similar to what you just told us a site goal is. Well, there are two very critical differences between a site goal and a SMART goal. The SMART goal wants to know if the goal is attainable. Now, I totally understand the reality of there are some goals that are attainable, there are some that are not. For example, I'm an adult woman with two small kiddos. If I were to say that my goal was to be an Olympic gymnast, the probability of that happening is probably very, very low. So that would not be an attainable goal. However, my personal belief is very few people, if any, waste the time and the energy developing a goal that is not attainable. So I almost find it a little insulting that the SMART goal method would say your goal needs to be attainable, which is why I look at that as a critical difference between the site goal method. The second thing I find as a critical difference between the site goal method is the R for relevant. Once again, to the same point, very few people, if any, will develop a goal or spend the energy setting a goal that's not relevant to either where they are uh, emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially, all of those things, very few people, and in fact, I know of no one who would waste the energy saying, I'm going to set a goal that's not relevant to my life. And so for me, those two things always bothered me when I learned about the SMART goal method. I just felt like 
would that made no sense. Why would I need a method to tell me that the goal must be attainable? Common sense says that's what I'm going to do anyway. And also that the goal is relevant. I wouldn't come up with the goal that wasn't relevant to my life. So as I began learning about thinking to the future and strategic planning and organizing, I recognized that we needed to think differently about how we set our goals. The other key difference is if you look at the site goal method, it's not in a specific order. And so the site goal method creates this sort of weaving and bobbing and this flow where you are thinking about your goal in a different way. I feel that the, the smart goal method for goal setting really kind of helps you identify this is a goal versus when you look at the site goal method, it's really emphasizing how to reach the goal, right? So smart is if you are trying to figure out what should I do with my time, right? And you want to have a new goal, then I would definitely encourage you to start with the smart method because then you can start getting specific and measurable and asking yourself if this is attainable, relevant, et cetera. However, if you're really already serious about what the goal is and you're looking for a new way to think about how to build this plan, then I strongly encourage the site goal method because it will give you more information. It will ask more questions so that you're now focused on information that's about goal attainment versus defining a goal, okay? So those are some of the key differences between a SMART goal and a site goal. And I really feel that when we start looking at our goals differently, you know, for example, challenging yourself to have a hard goal, that really pushes you to think, okay, what's easy for me today, but what's going to be possibly hard for me in the future? Or what is a skill that I need to learn in the future? Or what is a different thought pattern that I need to have for the future? Because this is going to be something that's hard for me. Anything that's easy, you probably have already done. So if it's hard, that means it's going to push you toward more of a future thinking. And the same with graduating, to really sit down and say, this is my goal and here are the steps that I'm going to take to get there, really begins shifting your mindset to thinking longer term, what's going to happen in the future versus, okay, this is my goal, here's when I want to accomplish it. And then finally, having that informed process, really gathering the information that you need to get to this goal will help you think about all of the different aspects of the goal and once again challenging you to think toward the future. So for me these are the key differences between a SMART goal and a SIGHT goal because again SIGHT is focusing on the vision really pushing you to see toward the future of what will happen in your life as you're in the process of accomplishing this goal. All right how's that so far everybody still with me? I know that's a lot of information and I hope that if you have questions, you will put them in the chat box. I see one head nod. Thank you. I appreciate the support. Okay, we're going to move on. So now that we know what a site goal is, we also know how a site goal is different from a SMART goal. Let's talk about how to create a site goal. Here on my slides, we have, um, oh, I have for you all, I forgot. I have for you all a free resource. Um, you can go to my website, brandybaxter.com, and at the top of the screen, it says goals, and you'll be able to get this workbook 
a site goals workbook. I created this workbook as a prompt to help you thinking through how to establish site goals. So grab the Grab that really quickly. Um, you won't need it today, but it'll definitely be a really valuable resource after this presentation. So brandybaxter.com at the tippy top in the header, it says goals, and that will have the resource for you to get the uh, site goals workbook. All right. So one of the pages in the workbook looks like this. You see on the screen here. And so this is sort of the actual activity where you can work through how to develop a cycle. So we talked about this S being specific. So what you want to do is all the details that you can think of, write it down. One of the things I remember from the military, you all probably do as well. It says, if it wasn't written down, it didn't happen. If you don't have a note of it, it didn't happen. If you don't have the email, it didn't happen. So the documentation is key, but also from a mind's perspective, the act of thinking it, writing it, and then reading it helps solidify it in your mind. It also tells your brain that this is important. It tells your brain that this is serious. Think about it. Even, even typing something, there's so many of your senses getting involved. You've got your brain thinking, you've got your eyes reading. And then when I'm typing, I've got my ears hearing the, my fingers on the keys. So all of these senses get involved in the process. So the first thing you want to do is write out that goal on the worksheet so that you can get the details of exactly what you want it to be. The next thing is you create this cycle by listing what information do I need? Maybe you don't have all the information yet. In fact, sometimes we don't have the information, but start thinking, what information do I need to gather so that I can reach this goal? What questions do I need answered? And then for G, graduated. You may not know the exact dates for your graduation. So maybe here you'll write, after I've done X, then this will be when I graduate. This will be when I celebrate. This will be when I mark the milestone. And so if, say, for example, you are a new entrepreneur and you may say, after I have gotten all my legal documents together and gotten all my bank accounts open, et cetera, et cetera, that will be when I celebrate. That will be when I mark the milestone. And then the next one will be once I get all my branding colors and my branding stuff together, that will be the next milestone. So you can write on there undergraduated kind of what the activity will be versus a date. And then for hard, this is where you really want to do some self-evaluation and say, okay, what about this goal feels scary to me? What about this goal feels, oh my goodness, I can't do it. What about this goal feels hard? Be very honest and transparent with yourself and write that down so that you know what obstacles might possibly be there for you. One of my favorite quotes is from an old cartoon, G.I. Joe. And one of the sayings that they say in that cartoon is, knowing is half the battle. And I fully believe that. If you know in advance that this is going to be hard and you put that on that paper, you are now already preparing yourself to be uh, in the right frame of mind when you face that obstacle. You're not going to be, oh my gosh, caught off guard because you're like, you know what? I know that this is going to be hard. Let me get my game face on. Let me get ready to tackle this challenge. And so writing that down, putting it up there front and center will help you 
be better prepared as you think about this goal, okay? And then finally, the timestamp. We talked about that, but you wanna kind of say to yourself, here's my start date, here's my end date. Go ahead and write those timestamps down. And then that way you'll know kind of when you started and when you're ending, and then you can always fill in your graduation dates along the way. But these are the steps, the very simple steps to creating a site goal. So it's not just knowing what the letters stand for, but really training your brain to think through this process in a very different way for goal setting. Not just, oh, I want to have this, but more along the lines of how am I going to get there? Doing that kind of work early helps you line up for success toward actually accomplishing the goal. So now we're going to talk a little bit about the sneak peek that I promised you all, which is another technique that I've learned to help you train your brain to think to the future. One of the things that people who uh, study the future that they do is they're always looking around. You know, look, I look at this uh, young lady here in the picture and we have no idea what she's looking at, but whatever it is, it has totally captured her attention. And so you want to feel the same way about your goal. Other people around you may have no idea what you are looking at, but your goal should fully capture your attention. As you're looking around, you should begin looking for things that are in alignment with your goal, looking for things that can help you accomplish that goal, looking for all of those things that are part of getting your brain to think toward the future of what, will feel, what it will feel like when you have accomplished that goal. So training your brain to think to the future involves what's called horizon scanning. And that means you're looking all around and what are the things that you need to make this goal? Some of you have probably had this happen if you're looking to buy a new car, right? And all of a sudden you, you're not sure what kind of car to get. So you just see cars like, oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. But once you set your mind that that's the car that you want, OMG, do you see that car? everywhere. I remember a few years ago when my husband was looking to buy a car and he wanted a Volkswagen CC. I didn't even know what that was. I only knew about the Bug, the Beetle, and I knew about the Passat because we actually had a Passat. But once he said he wanted this Volkswagen CC, I had never seen the car prior. But oh my goodness gracious, when he set his mind and decided that that's what he wanted, I saw that car every single day. It was almost like the car was haunting me. I was like, what's happening? But that's kind of what happens with our mind. When we train our brain to really connect with what's important to us, our brain begins paying attention. Our, so I may have seen that car a bunch of times, but it wasn't important to me, so I didn't notice it. But once I said, oh, he wants that car. Well, what is that like? Well, how does it drive? What does it look like? My brain said, oh, this is important to her. So it started paying attention to the things that kind of fill, fill that slot. So as you begin thinking about training your brain to the future, you want to be able to say, brain, this is important to me. Pay attention. So what I'm going to do now is walk through one more process to show you how to train your brain to identify what is important, okay? All righty. So on your screen, you see step into your goals. 
Absolutely. One of the comments says sometimes looking beyond what you're doing to what you should be doing and examining what really looks like. Absolutely. Think going beyond. I have another uh, presentation that I do. Oh my gosh, yes. The brainstorm is so funny. I was just about to say that. I have another presentation that I give called Thinking Beyond the Box. And it's a whole brainstorming activity to help people figure out, okay, I think this is my goal. I'm not sure if that's my goal. What do we do? What do we do? And so there's all these exercises that I walk them through to really help them kind of just think creatively and start brainstorming. So absolutely brainstorming the goal. So step into your goals. As you can see on the uh, screen there, step is like stair steps, but obviously we're military. So everything is an acronym. <laughs> Nothing is just what it seems. Everything is an acronym. Now I mentioned to you all a moment ago about horizon scanning, right? And that's the looking around in your environment and training your brain to identify the things that are important to you. And so this is where you know, I, I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, you should have a goal for this or a goal for that or a goal for this. I actually like to just sort of have one goal at a time. Um, and I know it sounds crazy, but my life is so crazy busy that when I have too many thoughts, nothing gets attention. And so if something is really important to me, like I lock in and I'm like, this is what I need to do. So right now I'm in school, I'm in graduate school. And I started putting lots of other things on the shelf because this is really important to me. So you might wanna prioritize your goals and say, okay, what's the number one thing that my brain should be focusing on versus all these other things. And then that will also help with the capacity for you to identify the things in the horizon that can help you reach that goal. So let's walk through what the step, each letter and step stands for and how you can use it. So the S in step stands for social. As you're scanning your horizon, you wanna look for people who you may know, people who you might need to know, people who you don't even know yet, but people who can help you reach this goal. Who are the people that maybe have the resources that you need, maybe have the programs that you need, maybe have the experience that you need. Who are the people in your social scan of the horizon that you need to have partner with you, connected with you to help you reach your goal? I know I'll share with you all from personal experience. When I started on this whole entrepreneurial journey, I was kind of like, what to do, how to do it? And VR does not know this. This is the first time I'm actually saying this to her. Um, one of my 2019 goals was I wanted to get certified as a woman-owned business. And by the end of that year, VR had posted out that the Enterprise Center was doing this opportunity for women veterans to get certified as a woman-owned business. And so I started the process and oh my gosh, 2020, I was told, hey, you've been one of our candidates selected to become a woman-owned small business. But that was because I knew who was in my, who was in my horizon. Right? I knew the people in my social network, if you will, not my social media network, but my social as in people network. I knew the people who were around me who could help me get to where I wanted to go. And so that's really important when you're trying to accomplish, especially a big goal. If you're trying to scale your business, if you're trying to take your business to another level, the first thing I encourage you to do is evaluate who are the people in your social network. 
everyone around you does not have the, the right vision to see your goal. Remember I said at the beginning, if you can see your goal, you can achieve your goal. And so there's our, there are people around you in your social network who don't see your goal. And so you wanna evaluate, are these the right people around me? Scan your horizon for those that can help you, but also be aware of those that will hinder you from reaching your goal. The T stands for technological. And so this is where you're gonna start identifying, okay, what technology do I need to help me reach the goal? Um, I work with a team of, uh, of folks in a coaching program who one of their goals is investing in the stock market. And so we always talk about what technology can you use to help you do that more efficiently, do it faster, do it better. And so you wanna ask yourself, what technology is available that can help me reach my goal faster, cheaper, better, quicker, whatever? What is the technology that can help you get closer to your destination? While equally looking at the technology that can help you, you want to be mindful of the technology that will hinder you. There are always two sides to this coin. So what is the technology that's hindering you? Well, I'll tell you guys a personal experience. When I really got serious about my doctorate program and I was like, I'm not going to, like I told myself, my goal is to graduate. Like I, I want to graduate and I'm not worrying about all these other things. I need to really buckle down and get ready for graduation. The first thing I noticed was I stopped watching television as much. And my kiddos, we have a Netflix subscription. I also noticed I didn't have time for Netflix. And so I really had to get serious with my goal and say, okay, I can't binge watch the latest Netflix show because graduation is important to me. And as I become more of an expert in this field, I really have to know what I'm talking about. And so that means I can't just half read the books and I can't just half do the assignments. I really need to be invested. And as I began making that mental shift, all of a sudden I found that, you know, things were a lot easier for me. I was um, understanding the material better just because I had really committed and started investing in the technology that could help me. And so looking at your technological uh, horizon, what are the things that can help or also what are the things that will hinder? The E in step stands for economical. And so you wanna find out what are the financial resources that you already have that can be diverted toward reaching your goal? What are the financial resources that you will need what are the financial resources that you may not even be aware of yet? What are some things just really challenging your brain and say, I may not have this financial resource yet, but I know I'm going to need this financial resource. If you're um, a dualpreneur, as they call it, a, a working entrepreneur, you may need to say, I know we're in the midst of COVID-19, but I'm an essential worker, so I'm gonna have to ask for a raise. My sister's in x-ray tech and their team uh, petitioned for hazardous pay and they actually got their hazardous pay. And so you might wanna say, what are some of the financial economical things that I can do to really make my goal a priority? And just like I've been saying, there's two sides of the coin. So what are some of the financial economical decisions that you're making that are hindering you from reaching your financial goal? Um, for our family, this whole COVID-19 and not eating out, oh my gosh, has saved me a ton of money. <laughs> and so now I'm able to use those funds to accomplish other things. And I didn't even realize how easy it was to just run to the 
the fast food or run to this or run to that. But now that that situation has happened, I'm definitely paying more attention. So now going forward, I'm, I'm going to start thinking, no, 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 no. We're not spending the same way because there are there is an abundance of financial resource that we've been wasting. So really looking at what are the financial things that can help you? What are the financial things that are hindering you? And then the P, personal. So this one is really in line with uh, a good friend of mine. She does money mindset training. And this is something that she and I have been working on uh, personally, which is investing in me, right? It does no good to accomplish a goal and then not have the stamina, the strength, or the energy to enjoy it. And so what are the things that you need to invest in yourself? Personal development, professional development, uh, even practicing mindfulness. I have to literally schedule rest on my calendar or I'll just keep going like the Energizer Bunny until my body makes me stop. And so I have to really start saying, looking at my environment, what are the things that can help me to continue growing personally as I work toward this goal? But just like at the beginning, there's two sides to the coin. What are the personal decisions and choices that I'm making that are hindering me from reaching this goal? So you want to begin thinking about that. Never leave yourself out because the goal is for you. And so you want to say, for example, your goal is to uh, I don't know. A lot of the work that I do is consulting and coaching. So it's about speaking and talking with people. And so one of the things I was just telling my husband recently is I want to get stronger physically. Um, it's not that I'm unhealthy, but I don't have the, like, I don't have muscles, right? And so I want to get strong physically so that as my body ages, I'm less likely to experience other financial, I'm not financial, other physical challenges. And so what are some of the things that you need to invest in for you so that when you reach that goal, you're able to enjoy it to the fullest? So that's where the, the P comes from. And so now all of those things come together. And as you can see on the image, you may not have noticed it, but it steps up towards your goal. And so if you develop the site goal and now you know exactly what that goal is, this short little four-step process will help you secure the foundation so that you're able to really make actionable steps towards your goal by scanning the horizon to see what resources are there to help you. And this is where I think a lot of times we fall short is because we feel we have to do the goal on our own. You know, America is such a very individualistic society. Everyone's feeling like you have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But we forget not everyone has boots and certainly not everyone has straps. And so one of the things that we want to really think about is who and what is around us that can help us to reach our goal and not being too proud to ask for help and not being too proud to ask for assistance and support. Because if you notice, most of these things are already there. For example, you can start off by thinking, how can I use my cell phone differently to help me reach my goal? You can start off by saying, how can I have conversations with my friends differently to help me reach my goal? You can even look at your finances and say, how can I spend my money differently to help me reach my goal? See, it's not a, a big mountain of things that you really need to do. It's just simply training your brain to say, this is where I want to be. 
How am I going to get there? And what are the things I can do differently with the resources that are already around me to help me get there? Okay, so that's really kind of the secret to this thing is the step goal method, because it's more than just establishing the goal, but really having a, a, a process to shore up the resources that you need to get there. I like to think about the steps as the battle buddy to the site. You know, once you have the vision of where you want to go, you got to take one step at a time to get there. And these are the steps that will help you to get there. All righty. So on my slide, I have three fabulous ladies. So being a savvy woman who thinks to the future with sight goals, right? And so what I want you all to do, as we talked about at the beginning, is thinking through the process, thinking through what does it mean to really have a sight goal? What is your sight goal? Um, also encouraging you to think through what are the things that you really know you are in a position to do and setting yourself up for success by gathering the resources that you need to get there. You know, a lot of times we are finding ourselves in this uh, situation, especially as entrepreneurs, where we're afraid to ask for help, or we find ourselves as entrepreneurs thinking we have to do it on our own or know it all already. And one of the things that future-oriented people do that they think about, they think about what's changing over here, how will it impact me over here? And so that means you've got to have connections. That means you've got to know people. That means you've got to be able to reach out and ask for support and ask for assistance. And so a lot of times we miss the latest trends, we miss what's coming in the future on the horizon because we haven't been paying attention. But when you start with the goal and then you follow that with the steps, you will then begin paying attention to your environment. And just like that car, when you decide to buy that car, when you really decide to reach for this goal, your brain will start paying attention to the things that you tell it are important. So for example, in the S-T-E-M-P, your brain will start paying attention to which people are having conversations that are helpful to you. What technology can you use differently? Thinking differently about your finances and more importantly, thinking differently about yourself. Having that confidence and self-esteem to say, you know what, I'm going for this goal and I'm going to make it happen. That takes me to this. So maybe you're not sure what the first step should be, especially when it comes to financial goal setting. I'm going to just pop this up on the screen really quickly. I wrote a book last year called Reach Your Money Goals in Three Steps Before You Huff and Puff and Blow Your Next Paycheck Away. If you are interested in it, you can go to the website there, the3littledivas.com, and you'll uh, be able to order a signed copy of the book. And it's a very easy pocket-sized book, story about three sisters and their money personalities and how they handle money situations. So double check and make sure that you, um, if you're interested, take a look at the book. Finally, here's a way to connect with me. I thank you all for your time and your attention. And VR wants me to remind you that the Veteran Women Enterprise Center, connecting you is what we do. Get connected and you can learn more at Veteran Women 
sec.org. My contact information is there on the screen. And I also mentioned a freebie for anyone who came on late. There's a freebie uh, goal setting, site goal setting, excuse me, site goal setting workbook is available at my website uh, right there on the screen, brandybasher.com. And look for the word goals in the top header and that will get you the download of the book. Okay, we have approximately eight minutes left. Any questions, any comments, I am here for you. I would love to have some feedback. If you wanna just shoot me a message. Oh, let me put my email up here. It's actually, it's just Brandy at brandybaxter.com. Uh, you can just email me your feedback or type it in the chat box. I'd love to hear how you all uh, felt about the content. And while you guys are thinking about your answers and typing them in in chat, this is VR again. I want to thank Brandy for an awesome presentation. You know, you guys can give her claps in Zoom. Um, and I want to remind everybody that June 12th is right around the corner. And Brandy, what's June 12th? June 12th is Women's Veterans Day here in the state of Texas. And so COVID-19 is not going to stop us from doing our thing. We're going to be having a virtual celebration from 10 to 1 p.m. on Zoom. Those of you who are business owners, I'm challenging you. You better get in the game. We are doing a pitch competition for bragging rights. Bragging rights for your branch, bragging rights for your city of uh, where your business is. And there's $1,000 on the table for the first prize winner and a $250 audience choice award. So if your audience thought you should have been the winner, we're still going to look at giving you something. There's a $250 cash reward in there for you. Y'all need to get to the table. Make sure you put your picture. You're only going to need five slides. You're going to have five minutes. We've got some great judges. Uh, the VA director from the Women's Veteran Owned Business Initiative is going to be one of our judges, one of our commissioners from the Governor's Commission on Women, and also our own Mr. Austin from our DFW, DFW SBA uh, chamber district. So we've got some great judges. And also our associate administrator out of Washington, D.C. will be announcing the winner and our special guest. We'll have some other special surprises for you, but you got to be there to be a part of it. So we want to make sure that all of our women that definitely Dallas is represented. So whether you have a concept that's just off the chain and you have not presented it, or you got a multi-million dollar business that you're just blowing it away, Everybody can get to the table because this is our day. And we just want to recognize and highlight all the women veteran-owned businesses that are across our state. So not just here in Dallas, but of course, I'm pushing Dallas because that's where we are. But all over the state of Texas, everybody can get in the game. So make sure you start spreading the word. Women's Veterans Day, June 12th, 2020, our virtual celebration will be happening. And I see a bunch of comments in chat, uh, Brandy. So are there any questions? But just congratulations. I, no, I didn't see any questions. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I like the I like the difference you showed between the smart goals and the site goals. And actually you kind of show people how they can pull them together that if you don't really know what you need to do, you can use those smart goals to really start figuring out, okay, what do I need to do? But then mm -hmm. once you figure out what you need to do, you can use site goals to really home in and start focusing and making those goals happen. So that's a great combination of putting the two concepts uh, together. Does anybody have any questions, comments? So we're gonna, you're gonna, we're gonna be able to download the chat. 
We are Facebook Live, so you can go back and see Brandon's presentation if you came in late or missed anything on Facebook Live. And we will be up, uh, uploading our Zoom to our website uh, very soon. And we're also setting up a, um, what do you call it, a YouTube page. So you'll be able to get it on YouTube. You'll be able to get it on Zoom. And if you need anything from us, you can reach us at info at veteranwomensec.org. It is 727. Brand, do you have anything else for them? I do not. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've given them plenty. Well, ladies, well, you know what? We started three minutes early. So that's our three minutes. We are right on time because we started at 627 and it is 727 and we are done. So ladies, have an amazing evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you don't mix next Thursday. We're going to be talking about liability for your business, how to get your businesses back on track, and how to start planning to open if you haven't already. And if you have, just make sure you've got all your ducks in a row. Because the last thing you want is for anybody to sue you or to put your employees or even your customers in danger. So this is excellent information for everybody. Have a great Thursday evening. Bye-bye.